What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with one another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. First comma now, right? That's up to the first comma of the Declaration of Independence, folks. <laughs> Happy Fourth of July. That's as many words as I thought I've heard up until the entire day. Oh, my God, it's so day. much, and it's so wordy, and that's like the first paragraph. Right. The second paragraph's three times longer and has like five commas, and that's it. No, no other punctuation. Yeah, they could, didn't want to, for whatever reason, they felt it was necessary to just have many words yes. without separate sentences. I wonder if that was common back then just to f- fuck the periods in the commas. Well, it depends. I mean, uh, not in that era. Like there was, I mean, if you read like Long, Longfellow or, or like, you know, like a little, you know, 20 years later, 30 years later, Walden, mm-hmm. da, 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 all that stuff. So. Yeah, some of the literature like that because it was a lot of it was still uh, there weren't a lot of novels back then, right? You know, like when we hear about uh, let's go back a few a few more hundred years, like um, Don Quixote, mm-hmm. which is by all accounts kind of considered to be the first novel. It's a big, big, yeah, yeah. I guess it is. Yeah, you not know, one for, of the classics, mid like, to late fourteen hundreds, something like that, fifteen hundreds maybe. Right. And if you read that, it's a lot of commas, a lot of commas, because everything prior to that was all poetry and prose that's true so which makes perfect sense but anyway let's this is there not you the go. day to talk about those no, fucking bootlickers as you pointed out to me though it was the year prior to 1776 that the actual war started and they kind of declared it which but it was just that i don't know like why that that sticks out of my memory and I, like i feel like that should be it's not like a bunch of 56 delegates got together and decided hey you know what let's uh let's just say fuck king george and 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 let's just do this declaration of independence and then the next day they started shooting Right, it, it what, started like four years, five years prior for just little skirmishes here and there. Well, and it was the the uh, what was the 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 damn it the massacre that happened in um, Boston massacre. Boston massacre, yeah, right. the massacre that happened in Boston. What's that called? The Boston. It's a reach. Let me kind of think. Yeah, the it's a reach. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that happened several years before, and that started simmering. These are just like little tiny s- right. simmering tensions, and then April nineteenth, seventeen seventy five, was like the the battles of Lexington and Concord. This and, is a real, uh, we're shooting at each other, we're fucking fighting each other, here we go. Yeah, this is it, this is fucking, yeah. it's time to go, let's get fucking froggy. And the little skirmishes kept happening. Right. And they kept putting, bringing more and more troops in, being and forcing the British troops to stay in the colonist houses, which is, right. that's one of the, that's one of our bills of rights. Things of the, yes, that's the yeah. uh, third, yeah, I think uh, it was the third, the quartering yeah, troops, quartering third troops. or fourth yeah. uh, amendment. It's not the fourth amendment. I mean, sorry. I think it's like the, the sixth or seventh. Yeah, maybe it was further on. What's the so, third one? Um, I don't know. We're not going anyway. We're talking about the Declaration of Independence and the right. 4th of July, that kind of so, thing. So, yeah, the uh, battles of Lexington and Concord happened in 1775, like a year and two or three months. And you uh, said they actually they actually did kind of make it formal, like, fuck you, I'll fuck yourself, we're well, fighting. The, it was all the delegates got together in on July 2nd and all voted unanimously mm-hmm. what's called the Lee Resolution. Right, and the Lee resolution is when people for, for for you history folks out there that think that you know, and you want to say something like, "Well, the Declaration of Independence wasn't actually it wasn't July fourth; it was July second. No, July second was uh, the resolution that all the delegates voted on that we're going to draft right. and said we need an author to draft this Declaration. Yeah, they of basically voted that we were going to do this. Yeah, they voted. That's on, what it was. They voted on whether or not to declare independence. It's all resolution is too. They still do it like at our city council it's, meetings. It's they have a, resolutions. They just they they say make a statement that we're going to do. We're recognizing this, or we're going to do that. And we're going to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. So and then uh, you know two days later, right. we're blowing up part of our country by yeah. celebrating it. You know yeah. so. Uh, it's. I've always found it to be interesting, and we've talked about this at length years ago, uh, about the Declaration of Independence and how many copies were actually printed up. Mm-hmm. You know, Ben Franklin's press. He's like, hey, I know a guy, <laughs> and uh, uh, and George I Washington. Hear ben Franklin laugh like that. <laughs> hey, I'll do it. Hey, I got a guy. Me, Hold me, on, let me finish my. Go ahead. Let me finish my three bottles of wine and, and this French chick, and, and then, then quit, I'll go me, print it up. Let me quit making all the money that I'm sliding some. 
pocketing some on the side. Garen fucking Teasley. No doubt he did that. Yeah. I'm just saying. So, uh, but then the, we, uh, you know, come to find out that Washington himself, George Washington, went mm-hmm. and read what, the, Washington. Washington went <laughs> and he went and he took a copy and read one of the copies of the Declaration of Independence in, in the New York, New York uh, Harbor, Harbor yeah. while British troops were stationed in the harbor, which is like the biggest Washingtonian dick move I've ever heard. That's just fucking oh, yeah. incredible. I love it. I saw a thing this morning. In fact, I'm going to watch another uh, documentary of some kind after this. But there was initially there were like. I think 40 ships were sent over originally, uh, British, they knew there was some shit happening, and then they sent over, like, I think another 440. It was like 40, and then another 400 on top of that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's multiply that. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? I'm like, okay. And we but still it, won. They, well, I mean, they were running around with giant fucking targets on their chest. Like, talk, it, it, we talked about this. All, yes, it was that, but it was also, we, we've also had a problem in Vietnam. The same thing still happens now. If you're not finding in your home turf... No matter how much technology and your people are dug in like Alabama ticks, you're going to be a problem. Yeah. It's going to be a problem. No 100%. Win. Yeah. And that takes time to come over here, and they're so far away, and they can't communicate quickly. And That was something you know. that uh, I can't remember who uh, – I can't remember the guy's name. It's appropriate because uh, – uh, Ron Kovic. Okay. Does you recognize that name? I don't think so. Ron Kovic was played by uh, Ro- uh, uh, Tom Cruise in Born on the Fourth of July. Oh, that yes. was a, that was okay. a, which I just watched like a couple weeks ago. I, w- I went down a weird Vietnam rabbit hole, and I don't know why, because I watch uh, I watch uh, Apocalypse Now, Platoon, Heaven and Earth, and Born on the Fourth of July, all in the span of like. I watch Air days. America too, just to like, cap it. I off. watch that two or three times a year. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> anyway. Ron Kovic was a when he got back, you know, he was he was paralyzed. For those of you that have never seen the movie, mm-hmm. spoiler alert: he, he was goes, a gung ho you know, pro American. Here we literally go. Literally, his birthday is July fourth. Like yeah. he he wanted to join the Marines from the time he was like nine years old. Did went over in country. Did th- he did three tours, and on his thir- third tour, he got shot in the like inner shoulder, like closer, like uh, like closer to like his neck, mm-hmm. which the bullet bounced off his scapula and severed his spinal cord. So he was paralyzed from the from the uh, the chest down mm-hmm. for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. And the movie depicts depicts that very very well, which is in 1989, not something you really they really showed like the real ins and outs of being paralyzed. But it's true. How, he, he came to the Chicago. But he went to the the uh, Democratic uh, National Convention, Convention and no, it was 72. No, oh. 68 and 68. 68, yeah. And when when nothing else was going on in America. Yeah, you know, there was nothing else going on. There were just like <laughs> major civil rights leaders being murdered right. and and world leaders being murdered. Robert Kennedy. Robert Kennedy. Ted Kennedy was shot. <laughs> so anyway, um, he spoke out about it. He said, I don't understand how this nation can't learn from its mistakes. Mm-hmm. And the the mistakes that we made in Vietnam is getting into a... Uh, we, we have now become... The empirical, tyrannical government. King George is laughing in his grave somewhere. Yeah. How is it that we won our independence from and, a major empire and recognize from that. guerrilla warfare, yeah. literally swinging from the trees and and and, and gained this country mm-hmm. from a, a tyrannical ruler? And we're going over and there. And now we're going thirteen thousand miles away to do the same thing that they did and we think that we're going to have a different outcome because of money this is stupid there's <laughs> nothing there there's nothing there's no resource there we're right. not trying to free people we're trying to fight communism and we are not going to win this way and he was like but lambasted the, by the veterans like he's you know he was banned for life from v- being in the VFW I'm sure I imagine because he had yeah. anti-American sentiments yeah get the fuck out of here if anybody has the right to talk about shit like that it's that guy but a lot of the people would you know this kept about to go in this rabbit hole down this way, but it's it's, it's the military industrial complex. It's fucking money, it's man. Very much it's so. A, yeah. Now it wasn't really well. It's about money and commerce, I guess you could say, during the Revolutionary War, but it wasn't about keeping the military, uh, uh, the cannonball makers in business necessarily. Ble- blessed <laughs> are the cannonball makers. <laughs> no, that, that, it wasn't I'm, quite the same then as I mean, it was if now. You, if you go down and look at the the finer points of the Declaration of Independence, it, it's pretty well spelled out exactly uh, why we fought the War of Independence. And we decided there were how many? 19 he's? In uh, yeah. Starting and capital out. H, lowercase Big e old H. He. Yeah. He, referring to King George. Referring to King George III of England. Who like, read one or two of those little statements that he's... Uh, I was gonna. Like, he's a dick. It doesn't say he's a, a dick, does he it? He is a shitbag. No, uh... <laughs> He has refused to assent to laws the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance, meaning 
no representation in the colonies, right. really, you know, a uh, representation for the colonies because they were trying to cover themselves. And King George was like, nah, this isn't working out for us. You guys are getting too powerful. So that's he's like, no, we're in dissolved multiple so, like governors like you know, and governorships you know, throughout the 13 colonies. A lot of people don't know that. You know, we have multiple current patriots that say that they have uh, n- no uh, taxation without representation. Kind of that's what they, they throw that around. Yeah. They have no representation. They obviously they have no idea what that they, refers to what they're talking about. Like we've got so much representation. We have an, right. we have an overabundance we of representation all the time. Yeah. You can go it being active at, in ca- anyway. Go ahead. Yeah, what, what it's not other? like you like back then. You know, for, for you know, for, during the most of the 1700s, they tried. The colonies tried to govern themselves, and then King George or whatever whoever the king was at the time throughout the 1700s right. shot it down. And they installed and governors getting, from and, England. And, and they they said, their, you go there, you're going to go over to the Georgia area, and you're going to go to Virginia. And, and a lot gonna... of those people kind of flipped. They flopped and yeah. were flip-flopped, and were like, now, you know what? They know more than you. This is a different country. This is a different landscape. It's different economics. You have no idea what you're doing. Right. And uh, a bunch of them flopped, and that's why King George or wh- whoever the king was at the time mm-hmm. kept just dissolving those, those self-governorships. Right. Uh, he has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people that he knows nothing about. He has called together legislative bodies in all places, unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the, the depository of their public records, meaning, yeah, you can come and come off, you know, come all the way to England on a boat for four months mm-hmm. and speak your piece and then go all the way back. Yeah, of course you're welcome to do that. Mm-hmm. That's where the redress of grievances yes. comes from in a, in a, in a, what is that in the Constitution? Uh, that you're oh, the second, a, uh, the second uh, Amendment. No, First Amendment, not Second Amendment. The First Amendment. Yes, Th- that's, that's it's a redress of grievances, but it's it, there's something in the, there's a provision th- elsewhere in the Constitution referencing that redress of grievances oh, that, yeah, that yeah, yeah. shall be shall be um, not convenient. I can't think of the word that they would have used then, but basically the 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 it, it is the redress of grievances as stated above shall not be inconvenient to the common person meaning if i want to give a redress which is why we have government federal government offices all over the country yeah so i could go to las vegas i can go to phoenix i can go to tucson i can go, go talk to somebody I can go to needles they actually yeah. have a federal office a social security office there where i actually could have you know redress my you know my we were having a problem with, my father was having a problem with the fa and gliding of all small things and decided to go to dc yeah and, and request a meeting with the head of the faa Correct. which he got and he of course he got because he has a constitutional <laughs> right yeah to. and he's got the problem solved by the way yeah and, and he went oh okay that sucks we'll, fi- we'll work on that and he got yeah, it fixed. and got it fixed yeah. yeah so the declaration of independence yeah it was definitely go fuck yourself king george but there's a lot of other stuff that, and it took a lot of years leading up to it, decades oh, yeah. leading up to it. It was a, it was yeah, festering for a long time. Now, what was yeah. the one big last? Was the last here the last big sentence that was like, oh, this is the big final fuck you? I think it's near the end. Uh. And by the way, how many words is it? Would you decide? 12, oh, the other one. Uh, some of the other ones I I love though. Um, he has erected m- a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and to eat out their substance. <laughs> he has kept among us, in times of peace, standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. He has effected to render the military independent of and superior to the civil power. Boom. That's big for our... That, we, we have a civil-controlled military. Yep. That's where that comes from. Uh, he has quartered large bodies of armed troops among us, meaning forcing the people to, yeah. you know, hold... Uh, yeah, we're going to uh, live in here for a while. And then this is where they start going, uh, why they're real, truly declaring mm-hmm. the you know declaration is, for quartering large bodies of armed troops among us, for for protecting them by a mock trial from punishment from any, mor- from any murders which they should commit on the inhabitants of these United States. For cutting off our trade with all parts of the world, for imposing taxes on us without our consent, these are all the the main grievances. Mm-hmm. And then it goes back into the he. He has abdicated government here by declaring us out of his protection, waging war against us. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burnt our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. Uh, let's see. There was a one big sentence that you read that was like the. It may have been one of the near the very end. It was like a great big, kind of a mic drop thing. All those are big. Yeah. None of those are not not big. Did I say that right? But there was one that you read I thought was near the very end that was like 
boom. I guess kind of calling him a name in a Oh, the um shit, where is that? It was the Prince one. Yes, that one. Thought it was near the end. Could be wrong. Oh, it is such a good line too, and I I I can't seem to find it. Do you remember kind of where it was? It won't take Joe that long. I'll keep talking while he's finding it. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. Boom. You are unfit, sir. I'm going to say that one more time. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. Can you imagine what you were if you were King George sitting all fat, dumb, and happy, drunk, and you know, eating a pie? Yeah. And then you <laughs> unroll this thing, mm-hmm. and you. Start. I wonder if it was read to him by one of his ser- probably one of his servants read it. I, That'd be nice to know who read King George when or he read it on his own. Ask you like if you had a time machine, where at you know where at in time would you go That'd to? If you had to one shot, insert yourself right there. Insert myself right there <laughs> as a fly on the fucking wall, and King George the first time he read the Declaration Declaration of Independence or had it read to him. Right. I would love to see the rage, or if, or if he just has the hubris, the hubris to just be like, "Fuck him, man! This is just right. another colony. We'll take care of him. It's right. not. We're gonna put down Could that insurrection, that. and we're gonna just." God, I wonder what it was. I wonder, I wonder if there's anything written about that. There must have been somebody there's that was there. there. Yeah, but we don't we don't focus on that. Wouldn't we it be funny if, our... if YouTube existed? And then in King King George reacts <laughs> to Declaration of Independence. I would I would watch that with big eyeballs, giant eyeballs, <laughs> like the yeah, like oh my god, oh my god, they did with, with, with a turkey leg or something. Yeah, he's got a turkey leg and like a, yeah, th- they didn't have turkey. Well, okay. they did because they brought him over from because they were brought over from America. There was yet another thing that was done. They took our took took our turkeys. He our, has taken he has taken our, our large fowl. <laughs> A prince whose actions are so tyrannical that they steal our turkeys and our fowl. <laughs> I mean, honestly, who steals a fowl? <laughs> the fucking that the, fucking head guy did. <laughs> fucking head guy. That fucking head guy. The guy, the, the head stupid guy. guy with the fucking wig. And like George Washington's like, hey man, I got a wig too. Like yeah. fucking calm down on the wig hate. <laughs> don't don't throw me shade about my wig. <laughs> it's it, oh god. Anyway. The Declaration of Independence, like we all like to rally around it and fuck you, King George. Blah, blah, blah. But when you get really down to the brass tacks in 1776, mm-hmm. when the British military was at its peak, peak. This would be like, was like a, what country, how small they are, go, saying fuck you to the United States that we're trying to rule. And then actually followed through with it yeah. and kicked us out. It's a pretty majorly ballsy thing. Yeah. And you can it, you could almost posit the argument that the last time that happened would have been like, uh, like Vietnam, but mm-hmm. that's not the case. That's not that's not a that, that it wasn't um, the NVA was not. They were sub- being supplied by China, right? Um, yeah, it wasn't. Russia, like the or it's, it's USSR. They were they were funneled. A lot of things were funneled to them. However, they didn't. It's not like they went and prospered, you right. know. No, Vietnam, no. Vietnam no. isn't still isn't doing that great. They're better, but it's definitely you can still you can visit now as Americans too and go there and. Oh, absolutely no, and, and I, I've, I've actually I've had on 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 two separate occasions I've spoken to two Vietnam vets that went back there on vacation, and like felt completely okay walking down the streets and talking to people. And there were some of the old timers that they like. I, the one guy told me is he went into a bar in Hanoi that it was still in existence, still owned by the same. Um, not Hanoi. It wasn't Hanoi. Maybe it was. Laos? Not Laos. No, 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 no. Uh, Hanoi's a city. We, we didn't go into Laos, Paul. That's right. I forgot. We did not. <laughs> keep it quiet. Keep your lips. Hey. Yeah. Keep, yeah, keep your lips quiet on that. Like, that's still classified. <laughs> uh, maybe it was Hanoi. Uh, or uh, Ho Chi Minh City or whatever it's called now. Uh, anyway, uh, this guy said he walked into the same bar that he went to when he was on, uh, you know, had Jesus. Weekend Liberty. Still was still there. there yeah. Still operated by the same family mm-hmm. and got to sit down and talk to the old guy. They, they brought grandpa out. Who's the same age as the guy that was there visiting. He was working and there, remembered right? him and started talking. He's like, Oh, you, you tip so good. And they're like, I remember this. And they, they, he showed me pictures on his phone and stuff like this was a really interesting conversation. And then, uh, you know, he went out, they, his, that guy and his family took him out in a Jeep out into the jungles and went to places where, wow. And the guy, I'm like, I, I said, man, I cannot believe that you survived all that and still wanted to go back. And he said, I feel so much better after I did it. 
Oh, it really? Gave, it gave me some closure. Well, good. I don't know that anybody else would be able to do that. I can't speak for anybody else, but it gave me some closure. Everybody's different, man. And I and that's what I told. Her. I said everybody's different. I can tell you right now. Um, I have some friends that served in Iraq and Afghanistan, and they would never ever go back. There, but I have to... one friend who is old enough; he's about twelve years older than me that that would love to go back to Mogadishu. Mm-hmm. And then, and then this this guy looked at me. and goes, "Whoever wants to go to Mogadishu, I my son was there." And da da da. da. I said, "Yeah, this guy was a Navy corpsman, mm-hmm. and you know he ended up getting shot in the leg, and but drug other guys out." And did this and that, 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 that meritorious service medallion, all that stuff. And he would go back to Mogadishu just to get some closure because there were three guys that he couldn't, that that they couldn't, that they had to leave. Yeah, that they had they, they left, left behind, behind and yeah. have no idea if they ever got picked up or not because he never got their names because mm-hmm. they were just they were just bodies that needed yeah. care. Yeah, and he doesn't know if somebody went back and with another chopper and did this uh, and, da, da, da. and like he, he he'll never be able to but he wants to go there just to walk around maybe to get some closure and see hey this place can is in and i explained it to him and he and he just kind of understood and nodded he goes your friend and i are very similar mm-hmm. because what it was is my my buddy Corey what he would love to go back there to mogadishu just to see that place not be a war zone because it's not anymore it's fairly it's very peaceful now and go back there and see it, not as a war zone. So that's the last memory he has of Mogadishu, uh-huh. just to kind of wipe out what it was like before 30 years ago uh-huh. or 25 years ago. And the guy just kind of echoed that same sentiment. He goes, that's that's one of the reasons why I went back to Vietnam. Whew. And I was like, Jesus Christ. That is and, tough. Yeah. And he's funny because he even said something kind of dirty. He goes, pretty sure that uh, that bar I went to had the exact same prostitutes from the from when I was there in the, <laughs> in the late 60s. And I was fucking died laughing. Tell me everybody's different, though. I mean, everybody does have a, a different reaction, and we talked about this when the B-17 was here. You know, there are a lot of people that haven't experienced war or aren't that old, maybe our military, but they see a B-17 or World War II war or some kind. It's a really cool, it's a neat thing. That's what you think about it. But the guys that were there, like the guy that we were honoring, um, Major Farron, you know, he was hesitant to even – and he didn't wear anything military, by the way. He didn't wear, like, a veteran hat. No. He was wearing a business suit. He's an attorney, was an attorney, passed away last year. Um, but uh, he just wanted to keep it that way. He didn't have anything on really representing World War II, I could see military. My grandfather didn't, I don't, as far as I know, never flew in a B-17, but I know that he never, ever wants to get into a troop transport plane ever again. Yeah, and there were people he, that... He doesn't, he doesn't want to hear that noise because that noise will just... It, it, yep. Going to the airport and smelling Avgas, mm-hmm. you know, you can always kind of smell it. Yeah. That triggered my grandfather to have memories it. that he didn't he really wished kept in the back of his brain yeah and and even just something that simple so i can only imagine what it would be like but everybody like you said everybody's different and there are so many people as we know that landed back with shot badly shot up b-17s we're not getting off topic now but any badly shot that that had their their friends were blown apart yeah dead blown apart and had to fly back yeah, to england for hours to come back yep. and then there they are yep and with blood all over the bottom of the airplane and like bits and, splattered and have everywhere. to go now chad didn't make it but let's drag what's left of him out of the plane that sounds awful that's, right that's why i know i'm not built to be in the military because I, I i've I, I i i don't think i could handle something like that i think that i would be irreparably damaged for the rest of my life after something you might like have that. a fucking short and just not be able to f- fucking function right which a I lot mean, of those guys did yeah oh yeah yeah and so we think that it's great american and glad we were able to help and win the war ultimately, but I think it's a little more care and time by people that don't really know how bad it was need to somehow figure out a way to at least have that some kind of level of, of, of reverence and understanding that this is a huge, big, nasty deal. And we are lucky that we won and we're able to position, we're able to go there and, and beat back the Nazis, but at least recognize that. Yeah. Okay. I'm not talking about World War II right now. Nope. So... So back to the Revolutionary War. Thank you. When they did not have B seventeen. Correct. Okay. Uh, uh, yes, that is true. No planes <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, United States sixty eight hundred dead in battle, sixty one hundred wounded. In what? Overall. That's not bad. Come, it's terrible. But that's less than fewer than seven thousand. That's a, what's like twelve years, wasn't it? Well, and then Great Britain was eighty five hundred dead in battle. Uh, I'm sorry for saying that's not a big number, but, here's, but it's you know, not what I mean. Here's a fucked up stat, though, and and this goes back to uh, Valley Forge, like the winter of Valley Forge and all that stuff. Right, seventeen thousand people in the or seventeen thousand soldiers in the Revolutionary War died from disease. Well, there you go. 
that, 17,000 on the United States side. So almost three times, yeah, almost three times as many from disease as opposed to getting shot or died in battle. Yeah. Jesus. And we had smallpox going around then, too, so that was great. Yep. Now, uh, so 6,800 dead in battle, 2,112 dead from France and fighting on our side. Oh, and one of the unintended consequences, you also know this, too, when... You know, after the you know, we were the first kind of real country that would had some independence to stand up to an empire. Yeah, like and that. then yeah. after this at least over, in modern times, yeah. yeah, the French Revolution happened after that, and and all of very Europe, shortly after. Yeah, that. they were like, hey, hey, now we just help them do that. How come we don't have? Yeah, that? we need to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and away they go, and then all the countries in Europe started following suit eventually, of having some kind of level of democracy. Yeah, and it just started popping off. Yeah, yeah it's which is. You know, anybody who wants to, and I remember it was the post, God, it's so stupid. Like, people make fun of the fucking French, and it just, it just, it irritates me, because I've met some Parisian French, and they kind of suck sometimes. Some of them are, yes, there's no yeah. doubt. But, but we probably have some rude New Yorkers, too. Oh, my God. Just going to throw we, that possibility yeah, out there. Yeah, like a, like a rude New Yorker is not the indicative of the greater United States. No. But anyway, the the French bullshit, like people shit talking the French is so stupid. Like, I'll, I'll. I'll make jokes like my my grandfather when I heard him call him, he said cheese eating surrender monkeys <laughs> is I used to think some of that too years ago there's a funny thing to say it's a it's, funny no, sentence it's, it's, it's a funny sentence it's just a funny thing to say right. and it's and a, I used it's, to pile on the French too and I didn't really know any better and, and then I started reading reading and going, it turns oh. out yeah well and and I don't I never did because my my you know grandfather and, and I was fairly well educated on World War II but also American history. I mean, I literally lived. I like. I don't know about you. Anywhere where you live, probably Georgia. Maybe North Georgia had some revolutionary battles here and there, right? Yes, probably Savannah. Savannah. Yeah, well, definitely Savannah. Yeah. But like, there are revolutionary war battles all over Ohio, and there's yeah. Like I've told you before, the 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 church I used to go to when I was a kid, a little kid, like 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 nine, ten, eleven years old, twelve years old is uh, Stillwater Baptist Church, and the original church, like the original walls of the original building, mm-hmm. were built in like the late 1700s, like 1780s, 1790s. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, early on, before Ohio became a state, so mm-hmm. Ohio was a state in 1804, I think it was, or somewhere around there, thereabouts. That was still considered like the Northwest Territory, was mm-hmm. Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Michigan. Wow. A lot of, still a lot of French influence, like it wasn't quite, ours yet because of 1803 sure. was the native Americans around yeah yeah absolutely and so uh that church has a, a cemetery behind it a couple acres and when i was a kid we used to run around like playing a game trying to find the oldest headstone like the oldest date that's always a fun thing kids yeah always, it's, and it's great and that's what you do the memorial like the the uh gravestones for the Revolutionary War veterans, there's probably a hundred of them in that cemetery. It's wow. one of the coolest fucking things ever. Yeah, I mean, it it sucks that they died, but sure. it, but it's just really cool to know that like that kind of history is right there. And you know, there's I've been Boy Scouts, you know, camping in various places, and you know, walking around rivers and creeks and lakes and whatnot. Step on something, or you're walking through a creek bed and see something a little too like a little too perfectly round and musket balls. Yeah, musket. I found I actually found a a uh i think it was a femur but it could have been not uh, it could have been an arm civil bone. war stuff up there i mean there's civil war stuff too okay. but it could have been it could have been from that okay like anyway go ahead uh we were in an area that was known it was an old it, it's uh the they, there was a, it was a skirmish it wasn't a big battle it was like maybe a couple hundred on each side uh in southern ohio it was a disagreement and found a it, it was a dis- disagreement it, <laughs> what it probably was was two two regiments or whatever you want two groups of, of the two different you know your british army and the mm-hmm. and the and the regulars or whatever the fuck they're called uh, the the continental uh, continental army yeah uh traveling in the same vicinity because there were old indian paths like to, sure. to get through the hills of southern ohio so they were probably passed by each other and just started fighting because i don't think it was a right. formal declaration of battle but in fuck that you, but i used to go yourself. camping in that area all the time as a boy scout and there was one time me and some other scouts were down just fucking around the creek probably building a dam or something like you do sure because uh, that's like inherent to every boy or kids is hey that r- river's running let's put a dam on it and make something <laughs> to swim in right so uh and it turns out some of those people grew up and built hoover dam <laughs> anyway 
I was walking through, looked down and saw something kind of half buried and scoutmaster came over and he kind of moved some stuff away in the in like a little super shallow creek bed like may, the water was maybe four inches deep mm-hmm. and it turns out i think it was either an arm bone or a leg bone like and and it had a musket ball right no in kidding it, embedded in it and he said we need to leave i'm gonna put some rocks up here on the bank to mark this and i know who i should call to come in and do because we we're in a state park mm-hmm. and the rangers came out asked asked us questions and went and found it and, and confirmed it's like this was revolutionary war era i'm pretty sure wow. and then told us about the battle and that was there so like that shit just i grew up around so near it, that kind of history just fucking boggles my so mind it, would, would they have recovered that i guess would oh they yeah have? they went oh yeah okay. well because that it was probably a hundred yards from our campsite and the rest of the weekends that we mm-hmm. were there because that happened i think we got there friday afternoon Maybe thir- maybe even Thursday afternoon, but w- but the next day it was a whole team of people, and it was it was people from Ohio State. It was probably archaeologists and whatnot and historians. That was one of the periods also I loved to go back, and I like, I read a lot of stuff as a kid. You know, Re- Revolutionary War, and I loved going back there visiting my father when he was working with Delta and taking the tour. And then George and my buddy just came back. They were just there. They did the tour. They didn't do a tour official, but they did the USS Constitution. I think he said you could just go there and walk around on it. That's yeah. what he ended up doing. You, you know, it's, you can take a guided tour for, I don't know, 10 bucks or something, a person. Do you, or do you think they would take you out for a three-hour tour? Probably so. Yeah. Three-hour. God, I would love to sail on the USS Constitution. Yeah, who gets to do that? How I, my, my fucking, oh, I'm getting turned on just thinking about it. That would just be fucking so and of course they did part star-spangled of, fucking awesome. <laughs> part of the Freedom Trail, and they, and they there was some building. I, you told me what it was, but they would come out there and read the Declaration of Independence, and they saw that. Yeah. Um, and then the site of the Bunker Hill, you know, Breeds or Bunker Hill. Breeds and Bunker Hill are pretty close together. I can't remember who I don't want to, he showed me the little thing in the in the ground you yeah. know, of the site where that was. And, and I thought, God, that'd be so really cool. I'd love to go up there and not have a car and live in a cool brownstone or whatever the hell they call those there. My Aunt Bonnie lived in one on Beacon Street. Oh, really? Yep. Wow, Beacon Street. Third third floor, fourth floor, something like that. There you go. Yeah. I would love to do that just for like, I don't know, maybe through the winter time and Ooh. have Chris, Christmas or something. No, just a, just a for one, one time. It's like. Know? What did Bill Burr say about Boston? It's like a racist San Francisco. Yes, and it's so fucking hilariously <laughs> accurate. He goes, he goes, he's something like, yeah, have the has a charm and this and architecture of uh, San Francisco, and just throw in the end bomb and an, an occasional end bomb. That's the same fucking place. <laughs> oh god damn it! It's so fun, and the climate's kind of similar. <laughs> Boston, although I will say, Boston, I've I've been in Boston this summertime, and it is sweltering. Yeah, I can't even fucking imagine being like. Just hearing stories from, you know, uh, like our friend Sean, like being over in, in Iraq, all those tours that he did over there. And he's like, it always, it, my tour never, ever seemed to coincide with like winter. It always <laughs> coincided with fucking summertime. It was like, I spent my summers in Iraq and all I got was PTSD and a bunch of plates, of plates of shit in my fucking body. How many tours did he have over there? Three or four. Like three summers, shall we say? Essentially, yeah, I think. Oh, God. And then spurts here and there because he was a tank commander. So, like, it's not like it, like the, it's not like you had to like muster out and go back and and do R and R. It wasn't it wasn't like on the ground walking for miles and miles like a like like still the, hot like as that. a motherfucker. It's not like he was infantry, but it's still it, uh, you're it's hotter inside of that tank than it is outside. Oh, yeah. Like I've told you about how they would heat up their MREs. They wouldn't bother using like the heating thing, the element thing, the, the heating thing, element the chemical thing. They would yeah. just set their the, oh, like open up the top, mm-hmm. just cut open the top of the MRE bag and just set it in the hottest spot mm-hmm. in the tank. And then a couple hours later, it was like ready to ready go. To go. Not that you wanted to eat a hot do they, anyway. Do you know if they had air conditioning in those tanks or not? I think he told me that they they allegedly said that they have air conditioning in quotation marks, <laughs> that, but there was it, it was still 120 it degrees like in there. It, yeah, because yeah. it's really hot and in the Middle East. Like it's really it's Bullhead City hot. Yeah, it's it's that, all the time, it, all the fucking time, yeah. all the time. Anyway, but uh, that's why they wear flowing white, you know, light colored stuff that yeah. kind of flows. It's a lot more comfortable that way, by the way. Yeah, not wearing pants and stuff. So anyhow. Anyway, so, um, happy Independence Day! Everybody. Happy Independence Day! Everybody. Think about it. Of course, yeah. you already will have thought about it by now. So yeah, uh, it's once you're you know your barbecues, your cookouts, or whatever you're doing, and you're enjoying your day with your family and your friends and whatever. Th- this was a big deal in world history. It's not just American history. Yeah, and kind of kicked off a it, lot of other stuff. It did. It, it really did. And and it it it, it uh, a ton of changes happened in England afterward. Oh yeah, because the 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 people of England were like, wait a second, right? They did that to us. Yeah, wait a second. That sounds kind of like what we're 
like what we're struggling with here mm-hmm. and started it, what, what do they call that a, like a quiet revolution yeah where the, where the tide started to change and that was 1780 or so is when the tide started to change with the people of England supporting the um the the uh the the the, the royalty the royal family mm-hmm and over the next, you know, 150, 200 years, it just got to a point where they're kind of a joke, which is hilarious to me. It's like, you know, like these uh, British dramas, Downton Abbey and, yes. and whatnot. You've, you've heard of these. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're not popular. In England. In England. Yeah. Like they, they I mean, they're about as popular as, 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 as a, like a, a middle to lower show on cable TV here in the States. Right. But they're huge here. And for some strange reason, Americans like American uh, folks have more of an obsession. Not everybody, but there's more people here in the States that care about the royal family mm-hmm. than in the UK. And now it's shifted a lot, too, because of, you know, King Charles now. And no one gives a right. fuck about him. Right. And I get it. Maybe it's going to really kind of be the end of all this. We had the, the old legacy ruler that had been around since the 40s. And yes. she'd seen and done a lot. And, you know, the queen, this. And I respect her for Is this it? and that and the other thing. But definitely still a little bit fucking shitty and racist and asking, sure. you know, asking about how black Meghan Markle's baby is going to be and shit. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, my God. When I heard that, I'm like, that sounds about fucking right. Like, we're, we're, we're all shocked that the 95-year-old lady said... That uh, the 95, 95 year old matriarch, blue blood, blue blood, <laughs> fucking house of, she house of York. I don't remember now. I can't remember. She's been gone so long. Uh, anyway, but yeah, that that whole thing. She, it's really hard to believe that she, that imperialist fucking colonizing lady was like, oh, I wonder how dark the baby's gonna be. Like that. I, like I'm not shocked by that. People were stunned and like clutching their pearls and like that's not. <laughs> are you fucking serious kind of a right thing, now? Yeah. yeah, they barely recognize the atrocities that the the British. Uh, everybody else has admitted the atrocities they committed in Africa, except, except for fucking England. Like, oh, They've never our... formally done that. Yeah. Hell, even something as small, not small in in scale, but small for the other shit that they committed. Even the United States admitted what they did at Hawaii in, in 1993. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Like, passed a formal fucking resolution saying, hey, we did this, and it was bad, and sorry. And, like, England's never done that for the shit they did in Africa. And by the way, you also kind of wonder, too, how the family was, like the kids and the grandkids, the great, whatever it is. You know, hey, let's go to grandma's house. Like, it's not going to be kind of smell like oatmeal cookies or something when they, you know, the queen's not going to be there. You know, because, you know what I mean? They're never going to have the, I don't know, picking mulberries off a tree in the backyard and... Oh my God! Grandma's gonna, you know, read you a whatever the fuck. Let's let me read you a bedtime story about how my my ancestors conquered Africa through <laughs> rape and murder and pillaging, like that that you know what I mean? right? It's just they're not gonna do. You're not gonna have the warm, not gonna warm fuzzies. Not a lot of warm fuzzies in England anyway, like that. So. But the the cool thing is, is that what we did back at we we didn't. It's we us. Went, we we what yeah, is we, that uh, the uh, Stan Doug Hope. Stanhope bit where he's like, wait. We kicked well, your we ass. We kicked your ass in World War II. Like, we didn't do anything. We went out and drank 16 shots of Jägermeister and got an abortion later on that night. <laughs> we didn't do anything. <laughs> we went to a drive-thru at 3 o'clock in the morning and didn't realize or we didn't have Bell and got Taco Bell. <laughs> you know, our grandfathers did great things. We're drinking Jägermeister. I'm going to look that up and we're done with this it's, and just fucking laugh my ass off it, again. It starts off. It's, it, the, the start of the bit is called imperial or not, not imperialism. Uh, nationalism is stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All it does is force you to make an enemy out of somebody that you don't have any any reason to make an enemy uh, out hey. of, other than the fact that your great grandparents fought against their great grandparents. Right. That doesn't fucking mean anything. If you come up to me and put your finger in my chest, then I have a problem with you. But and then he goes on to say, people that people that don't like the French are fucking stupid. Yeah, and like you have no idea. This nation would not exist if it weren't for the French. It Period. started in the French and Indian War, and then twenty years later, it, it, it the Revolutionary War. We would not be anywhere. No, and France wouldn't be anywhere without the balls of the American colonists. Correct. Because he goes on to talk about that, about how fit ten eight to ten years later, uh, was probably seventeen ninety or seventeen eighty. Yeah, about twenty years later is when the French were like, all right. We're fucking sick of these goddamn king and queen. Let's fucking take. Let's off with their fucking heads. And they did. Right. They, like so. Like King George has to go. I probably got off easy. I'm not like <laughs> these French fuckers. They're like, it's, it's, the the other thing. Once is we're it, done smoking the cigarettes, we're going to cut off your fucking head. There's no going to be. Oh, King George, you stay there. No, it's fuck you. You're dying. It's also not out of morals and 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 platitudes and all that. It had to do with oh, you you guys are fighting English. We hate the fucking English too. So let's yeah. do that. And it wasn't because of. 
you know, whatever. Well, we set the example of like, hey, this can be done. There's going to be bloodshed. It's going to take sacrifice, but this can be right. done. And then afterwards, all over the oh, which is just yeah, it's hilarious. It, it yeah, in Not the grand hilarious. scheme of things, it's it's funny, haha. Yeah. So there you go. But yeah. I just I I've I didn't know, I never had a, a a history teacher really teach it from that angle until I was a junior or excuse me a senior in high school. Nobody really has in general. I I'm, you know I feel I mean? so fortunate that I went to a fantastic school system in Ohio and and learned a lot. But I I that professor or teacher really that I had schools, a, a, he must be gay or something. Yeah, too. super gay. Yeah, yeah don't California saying. my Arizona bring your good schools yeah. and your sunshine. Anyway, yeah. no, I. But it was actually here at Kingman High School. It was a uh, 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 Mr. Sanders, Brett kind, Sanders, kind of put it all together like that. And he said the significance of the Declaration of Independence and the and and our war for independence kicked off an international what they would call an international incident. And uh, you know, he said, you know, there's copycat crimes. This was a copycat copycat revolutions happened all over the world. And by the way, and, he, and it was. I mean, we're talking small. Small countries in like Botswana, or yeah. what was Botswana? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What before Zimbabwe became Zimbabwe? I can never remember what it was called. But they did the same fucking thing with the Dutch, and just lined them up, and it was like, Rhodesia? did you serve in the Dutch? Ro- yeah, Rhodesia. There you yeah. go, and just lined them up and slit their throats. And they did things like lined up a bunch, like caught these uh, Dutch, uh, or you know, uh, troops, mm-hmm. and uh, called in, in the you know you have your they have them tied up all on on stakes, standing up, and asked. Uh, their soldiers, hey, uh, the the Rhodesian soldiers, hey, uh, do you recognize any of these guys? So yeah, that one, uh, I saw him uh, cut my daughter's head off, and I saw that guy come up and just yeah. slice their fucking throat. There, then yeah. done. It did it to thousands of Dutch troops, and I'm like, oh. And then the Dutch were like, hey, you guys can fucking have this place. Like, yeah. it's not that nice. Uh, we'll 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 raise our own cantaloupe somewhere else. <laughs> and and they and they left. Yeah. So like that was that happened in like the like eighteen or like ni- uh, seventeen ninety five or something like that mm-hmm. and it started. That's when that kicked off. So it's everything, every bit as big as the French Revolution, which was a huge, became oh yeah like, that and that kicked off a bunch in Spain, Portugal. Yep. That's why Portugal's not a part of Spain anymore. Like that Google. region, they broke off, and that's why the folks in the uh, I forget what state it is, it's where Barcelona own, is. Very much. Barcelona's been trying to break off for a long time because mm-hmm. those people speak a little bit different type of Spanish. Mm-hmm. Portuguese sounds like Spanish, but not. It's, it's not. not. They broke away in the early 1800s when they saw the French doing the same thing. They're like, you know what? Fuck Spain. We can do the same thing, and it it just is it cascading. Changed, it changed effect. everything. It took and, a while, but it changed everything. And that started with a bunch of bunch of white and, dudes that didn't want to pay their taxes to King George. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, if you read stuff or watch uh, different documentaries on this, when these some of these smaller battles, I mean, th- it was really tenuous. I mean, it was really for a while. It, the French were balking a little bit on stuff. I mean, it was it was close. It almost didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, it really yeah, didn't. That's correct. Some of these terrible winters that you know Washington couldn't get his troops shit together and they couldn't get supply. I mean, just. Horrific situations, and they just it just about didn't happen. Still managed to make it happen. Yeah. Fucking but you amazing. also had uh, there was something in there an, an interesting little uh, little note is that uh, if you go to the Wikipedia article for the American Revolutionary War, um, I didn't realize so many Germans fought on on yeah. the side of the British. I knew that there were some. They called them Hessians. Hessians they were, yeah. But this was it was uh they they had seventy seven hundred die. That was uh, German, just Germans for the Brits, right? Yes. On their th- yeah. 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 Uh, and then this is an interesting number. Because you don't see this on the United States, like on the you know the the revolution, uh, the 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 colony side, because mm-hmm. you had U.S., France, and Spain, and Native Americans that fought on, on the 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 side of the Americans, so to speak, mm-hmm. for for lack of a better term. Uh, you didn't have a lot of support, Germany, which I think those guys were paid, mm-hmm. and uh, Great Britain, and then they had loyalists. Was about seven thousand of those guys died. There were loyalists that were that were from the the colonies that joined the British army. Right. Uh, but here's an interesting number. 4,888 of deserted. Hmm. They deserted the, 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 the British Army. And were they caught, you're saying? And I, they... It just says they were deserted. I, they, they deserted. I don't know. I, I don't know what happened with them, if that means if all those folks went, went over to the other side or if they just left or... I guess it would be easier or to what? hide back then. Like if you just took all your shit off and found some other clothes, you know, no one's going to uh, track you or 
ping your cell phone. Right. <laughs> you <laughs> ping your cell phone. <laughs> you can just kind of meld in and start, you know, working on a farm. Hey, I know how to pick apricots. I know how to pick apricots. <laughs> Jesus. I don't think apricots were in, I, the, in the 13 colonies. I'm not sure they grow there, but. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think know. So. I, don't think so. I have no idea. Blueberries. Let's say blueberries. There we go. That kind of thing. So. It. it the significance of the Declaration of Independence is still being felt to this day because, yeah. there, you know, there's countries that uh, use not only our Constitution but our Declaration of Independence from this country, and they'll just kind of ch- tweak and nudge little little things, but they just declare it. Uh, that's how the uh, Philippines declared uh, independence from Spain. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, really. Like, they, they took the American Declaration of Independence, said, changed right. a few hundred words— to make it more appropriate to them, but basically basically everything else was applicable because it was the same fucking shit, but they were even farther away. Fine, cut and paste. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they also used our Constitution as a ba- as a model. It's a nice, which is, it, it's it's a nice fucking document. It really is. Yeah, yeah. Declaration of Independence. All right, well, that's all I got, man. That's all I have, too. So it's going to be uh, first Friday this week. Oh, yeah, first By the way, fr- it's going to be... Uh, Go ahead. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be bookended. This is uh, the city is closing down the much of the downtown again, I believe, and this kind of is the reason being because it's going to be the um, beginning of the, some of the downtown improvement project stuff going on. Right. So this is going to be, and then at, during the construction, they won't be closing down downtown like that until it's finished about in May. Yeah. April or May, and then we'll have another first Friday celebrating the opening of the downtown Correct. stuff. So yeah, it's going to be pretty good. I think it's going to be a lot of activity, a lot of people downtown. I we've think. got. Uh, um Tasha and David, which uh, are playing at Blackbridge on Friday night, which if you've never, if you've never heard Tasha sing, you're you're doing yourself a disservice because she has a voice of a fucking angel. She yeah. has so much power, and it's just and it's in a very powerful voice. And and David's a great, he's no slouch himself. But on top of that, I think Richard Solis is going to be uh, playing uh, with them on Friday night at Blackbridge. Okay, Saturday night at Black. That's first Friday. Mm-hmm. Saturday night at Blackbridge is the 90, annual 90s party that we throw. And I won't be here. I'll be and, flying in an and, and aerial I, plane. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually going to have my own little 90s party this weekend. Are you? Yeah, I was mm-hmm. invited to Phoenix to go to... I can't believe I'm going to this. It's a concert. And some, friends, some friends of ours mm-hmm. have a, an extra ticket and invited me to go mm-hmm. to see... On Friday night, I'm going to see um, TLC. Yeah. En Vogue. Wow. Ooh. Sean Kingston, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Shaggy. <laughs> Shaggy. Oh my god. Not and I have to throw out there Shaggy is a former Marine. Is he? What, fuck yeah, he okay. is. Okay. Uh and then to cap it all off is fucking salt and pepper. No shit. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm like, what That might of, be an amazing show. I mean What's the venue? Uh I think it's a auction pavilion, which is uh, down in Phoenix, which is outside and Ooh, it's gonna it be might be hot. a little bit warm. Yeah. It's. I know that most of it is shaded, and they have misters and huge fans during the day and night. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Salt and pepper is at night. Yeah. Yeah. They're all that. They. I think. I don't think the the concert even starts until eight o'clock. So it'll be it'll be pretty late night. That's good. At least the sun will be beating down on. The yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And and the majority of it, even the lawn, the the lawn seats, which is I think where we're at, is mm-hmm. uh. I I have a feeling is mostly covered. I'm, I think. It probably okay. But yeah, I'm not too worried about it. Hell, it'll be a fun time. Who cares? The only thing I have that I'm a little disappointed in myself for not being here for our local 90s party is I actually have a someone several years ago bought me, acquired for me a decent pair of jeans that are kind of 90s ripped up on purpose. Not, yeah. Not by me, but that's how they were made. Yeah. And I own that. I haven't worn that pair since the last 90s party. <laughs> it's I don't funny. think. And I won't be here for this one. So there you go. But it, you should definitely, y'all should definitely go. The Swillers are going to, they're. Pulling out all the stops, like there, there's a. Chris told me about a handful of songs that they're that they're doing that oh, like yeah, is, I'm so. like kind of bummed, but yeah, I kind of can't pass up the ticket. And I think so. first Friday at the uh, cellar door this for this Friday is uh, is uh, Casey Frank. I think, I think, I'm checking. All right, Joe is checking. He's going to the cellar door post, perhaps the Facebook page, perhaps Instagram. He's looking. I see his eyeballs moving. Okay. Yeah. Stringtown Road, which is a, a band that I've seen before. They're really good. They're playing on Thursday, July 6th. Okay. First Friday is Casey Frank. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that Saturday is Michelle Louise. And Michelle Louise, I've seen her play multiple times. She's incredible. 
I don't know. Like, uh, I've seen it, but I'm not gonna be here again. Yeah, so, like, right. Yeah. But she's incredible. So go to the cellar door. I'm not sure what uh, what Rickety Cricket's got going on. I would promote them as well because I'm friends with them too. But I know that they have a live band for first Friday and for Saturday. But I don't. I I could not find anything uh, saying what it was. Because uh, you're what going. They are. You'll be- you will not be here the, this Friday, or are you going Saturday? For I'm your going concert? Sa- Friday as the concert. Okay, I got yeah. you. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that's uh, yeah, that's uh, July 4th. There you have week. it. Independence Day. Independence Day. Right now as we speak. Go watch The Patriot and then Independence Day. Something like that. All right, thanks, folks. Have a good week. Bye.